Hey, 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 Ryan. You definitely need to use all of those voice memos that Sarah sent. All of them in, in consecutive order so it lasts the entire listening experience. Hey, Aaron, got a job. Can you uh, play uh, Did I Forget Something by the Gender Neutral Janitors, please? Andrew, can you play I Just Shit Myself by Britney Spears? Sat down and something feels amiss. You mean, oops, I did it again? Things on my cautionary tale you should never wipe from your memory. I closed and locked the door. Step one. Turned on the light and fan. Step two. Sat down. Something feels amiss. I know that I've done all the things on my checklist but did you haven't I no you didn't I've started to poop it's coming out right but I still feel something caressing my balls tight I've forgotten something I know I have. I forgot the most important part. What could it be? I forgot to pull down my pants. Oh no. Oh no. Before I start. That sex man. I just shit my pants. Sitting on the toilet. Gross. Just shit my pants. Ew. Hey yo, Aaron, can I hear the the um the the sweet sounds of Canada? All day, every day on the Got a Job podcast. The sweet sounds of Canada. Let me hear some of them sweet Canadian sounds. By my side, we're better together. No one could ever separate us. Trust the all-new Subaru Forester Wilderness to be capable and way more wilder. Lady Diana, um, in real truth, was one of the sweetest people I've ever known because um, we could relate to each other. We share something in common with the press. I don't think they hounded anyone more than her and myself. And we had a relationship, a very good relationship, where we would call each other uh, late at 
at night for me, uh, and we would, you know, just talk about just like crying each other's shoulders, how hard and difficult and how mean the tabloids can be and how they lie and twist stories around. Um, but she came to the concert at Wembley Stadium in London, and uh, you know they do when the royal family come, you have to line up and you meet the family and everything. But at some point, she called me away from the line, and um, and I saw Prince Charles look at me, and I said, "Oh boy." She said, I want to talk to you. So I said, yeah, what's what's happening? She said, are you going to do Dirty Diana tonight? I said, no, no, I took it out of the show, out of respect for you. She said, that's my favorite song. I said, are you serious? I said, I took it out of respect because I Dirty Diana, you're in the audience. So at that point, I couldn't put it back in the show because it was too close to showtime. So um, I remember um, Prince Charles leaving the line, walking over to us, and he said, what are you talking about? And she said, oh, nothing like that. So that was that story. And there's a couple of other ones, but I don't want to, you know, <laughs> say too much. She was just a wonderful, warm, compassionate uh, person. Very caring, very caring. It was real. It wasn't uh, publicity stuff. It was, it was real. She really cared. I'm the same way. I feel the same way that she does about children and the future of our children and the future of the world. What I usually do on my off days I do as many hospitals as I do concerts. I do as many orphanages as I do concerts. But because it's good news, the press don't cover it. They want bad news. But I do it from my heart. I don't do it to wave a flag and say, look at me. We bring bags of toys and posters and albums. And you should see how it transforms these kids. They jump up and down, and they're so happy. This is Lisa Marie and myself at a hospital in Budapest. And I saw this little kid, his, his name was Farkas. He was very sick. He was green in the face, but he had this, this glow and this sparkle in his eye. I asked this nurse, what's, what's wrong with this kid? She said that uh, he needs a liver. So uh, I said, does that mean he's gonna die? She said, yes, he's gonna die unless he gets a liver. I said, I'm not gonna let him die, this sweet, sweet angel. No matter what it takes, I'm gonna find a liver for him. So I sent my organization around the world. We went all over the place, and it took a long time. And I said, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm not gonna have this child die. I was so happy when I got a phone call. They told me we found the liver, and he has his life. And I'm so proud that I could help him. God bless him. I love you, Farkas. Oh my, they're so weird. They ha those guys have the weirdest style. Yeah. It's, uh, it's such an interesting style of comedy because you really have no fucking idea where they're going. It's very refreshing because it's really hard to watch something where you, even if it's well written, you know where it's going. Like, you know where everything's going. Yeah, how long did you work on that show, man? For the whole time? Yeah. 
Wow. That's yeah, fun. That's so cool. You're so lucky to have been on that show. That was like a, that was like, I don't know. It, it, it reminds me of, of Monty Python or something, or like a more modern version of that. You know, it's just it, such. It's revolutionary. Yeah. It's a revolutionary totally. show. And that's a gross word to use. Everybody hates that word. I think it is, though. But I it think... is. It is. You're right. Because it's so far out there that it's like, it push it like, you know, that's that challenges people to not be so stuck in like normal square types of sketches. That's why I love writing with you, man, because you're always like pushing it so far outside of where I would go with it. Well, you know, you got to try to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, in this day and age, too, so many premises have been beaten to death, especially when you're dealing with, like, human interactions. Like, how many goddamn sitcoms have there been? How many movies have there been? How many, how many dramatic shows that have comedic scenes? I mean, how much, how many subjects can be covered right. the same way over and over again, you know? After a while, it's like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Kind of lined up. Timing was perfect on that. Well, those are great guys to work with, too, because of their choices are so bizarre, you know, but their choices are so unique that you kind of like you get established like really early not to take that cliche path. Whereas if you got like a gig that paid like really well, but you had to do like yeah. my three sons or what is that? The two and a half men, whatever the fuck right. it's called. If you had to do something like Just that, very cookie cutter. It, well, it, it really it, it eats on you. It eats on your well, brain. That's, that's what I had been going on when I lived in Chicago. I was editing like. Commercial, not commercials, but like, just like stuff for like uh, pub publicity shit and stuff, like really mm. just soul crushing, boring stuff. Podcast. It's one of the cool things that you get to be. You get to be like a guy who like shows people some cool stuff that you found and gets to you know yeah. open the door for them. So you cool. you're probably not going to need a network. They'll just fuck it up. They would never let you get away with that. There might be a network that would let him. There might be a network out Adult there. Swim, maybe. I mean, yeah. they let Tim and Eric do their thing. Yeah. What kind of resistance did you guys have, ever? Actually, Adult Swim is is pretty cool like that. Yeah? Yeah, they kind of like... Tim and Eric had a lot of freedom to... Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking show is so crazy. Yeah, that show was so fun to work on because I would do screwed up edits, like chop things up and like whatever, like kind of make a joke out of it just to show them to so they could you know just almost to like surprise them thinking they're gonna hate this but it'll be funny to see them and then they'd be like do more of that you know they push <laughs> push the weirdness and the network would be like that too like make it weirder which well, is like a great note to get i found out about you guys uh from eddie bravo eddie bravo um like i don't know if he got it on online or on is it available online like how could you there's a dvd available or anything like that tim and eric stuff yeah yeah, I think at adultswim.com they have like a ton of episodes and but there's DVDs somewhere. Yeah, it must I be. I am pretty there sure he got DVDs it from the DVDs. Yeah. Because I, I remember him watching like a ton of them in a row and having people over the house to watch them. People that are like, What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> like and they're like he's like, You gotta understand what they're doing. You gotta understand what they're doing. <laughs> and like he would have some people and he would try to show it to them out of context and they just totally wouldn't. Oh, I'll get, get really mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> like this yeah. is not funny. They get mad that people think it's funny. You yeah, know. that was Eddie got some of those reactions, but he fucking loves that show. God damn, he's always talking about that show. It's just such a weird show. What was the one where they play like I think it was was it Eric that played the guy that was in the um the uh there was a trailer park and he got pregnant 
Oh, that was that was for Funny or Die. That was yeah, the fucking ter- it's called incredible. the Terries. Yeah, the Terries. The Terries. That, that one's intense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so fucking that crazy. Was dark. That was yeah. one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah. It was so ridiculous and preposterous. And a perfect example of just taking something to this incredibly weird place that you never saw coming. Yeah. It's great. The Terries. It's a good one. Yeah, and and Wareheim does music videos now, like really good music videos. Have you seen what, like? Oh yeah, you should see some of these music videos. Have Eric you ever seen some it. of the music videos he does? No. Bubble Butt. No. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> you would shit. love Bubble Butt. Ah! <laughs> God, you should watch Bubble Butt, man. <laughs> we should pull that. I did up. a music video with Eric um, called Backpacker, Backpacker Bush. Bush. Backpacker Bush? Yeah. Backpack or or backpack? Backpacker Bush. Well, we we, we were in New that. Zealand and we were at this backpacker bar, and he was. Talking about the the bushes there, and we should make a song, a rap about it. Like if you've been backpacking, <laughs> oh yeah, let's play that, man. I want to see that again. I haven't seen that in a while. It'll crack me up. Okay, put on backpacker bush. Looks like a pretty creative and funky place. There's gotta be some trimming here for me tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for strange. I'm hunting for slits. I, I, I like to use my tongue. I'm a cunnilingus whiz. I want to please my lovers with my sexy mouth and lips. They always climax when I lick them like this. I, 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 I just won't stop until you come. I can hit the G spot with my long ass tongue. I, I, I love vagina flavor, that's the taste that I crave. Just do me one favor, girl, keep that mug shade. Hey, you got a funky and creative look. Thanks. Can I lick your slits? Okay. Straight out the hostel, she's been hiking for months I got the taste for beaver and I'm looking to munch Get on your back, see what's in the air I'm going down, girl, there better not be no hair Nah, I ain't gotta be bald, I ain't even gonna trip Just keep it nice and trim like a little in strip Now it's time to tip, let me get a little sip sip Yeah, it's time to tip, let me get a little sip sip the fuck? Sorry, I've been hiking for three months. I wanted to see Europe before I had to go back to college. Okay then. I can fix this. Let me shave that. Let me shave that backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Now can you see my sliz? No. So what should we do? Hands up, 
Draws down, let my shaver go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my choppers go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my shaver go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my choppers go to town. Back, back, a bush. Back, back, a bush. Back, back, a bush. Let me shake that. Let me shake that. Let me shave that. Clippers of the razor. Let me shake that. Let me shake that. Let me shake that. Clippers of the razor. Let me shake that. Now can you see my sliz? Yep, found it. I found your sliz. I found your sliz. I found your sliz. Yep, I found your sliz. Yep. 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 Thank you. Nah, thank you. I hope you have a good time in Europe, but you know, I gotta get going. Yo, what's up? It's me, Samuel L. Jackson. I play a samurai cat in the new animated theatrical film, Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Meow. That means roll it. Why do you want to be a samurai? I lived in a bad part of town full of bad dogs. Everybody always picked on me. I thought if I could be a samurai, it would change everything. Sounds like you need a mentor. Perhaps a once great samurai who has fallen on hard times maybe could use some help himself. But where could I find one? Here. Who even made that? It's you. Don't believe everything you read. Sorry, Hank. You have to do something. You're under arrest. You wanted to be a samurai. Fun, isn't it? Go get him. Back out there. Oh my. When you come up on that lick, make sure you cut him in. I've got to make this samurai thing work. Uh -huh. Hey, this is the training montage, isn't it? Sometimes you need a friend. Nope. Gonna see you win. Don't forget to land on your feet. Gonna miss. Focus in on me. Wait until I get it. Wipe that town off the map. Send a tweet to assemble the troops. Who knew an evil army could go through so many beams? <laughs> what the motherfather cocker spaniel's going on here? Pause of fury. The legend of Hank. Time to finish this. This might take a while.
It's almost like a swimmer's head. You'll see a lot of Olympians use this structure with the bald, but just a little bit of grace, a little bit of style. There's no need for hair. This is where it is. Perfect. Oh. Someone says, who's talking? This is where, this is where language comes from. This is very unorthodox here. Nothing here is bald. Now, if you walked into a room like this, you'd be like, oh, that's a regular goatee. Move it across now, that's, that's unique. It's projecting an image of, I take my body seriously, but I'm very strange, I might be into the yes. devil. Exotic, Polynesian, beautiful. So it's a beard. So have you guys ever tried to grow a goatee? Yeah, we've tried. This season on Got a Job Podcast.
hace Batman en el aeropuerto? ¡Batijuana! ¡Chicha! Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Hey, yo. Okay.